Welcome, Jade Kay, very special guest today on Whole Woman Health Podcast. And it's special because Jade is my niece. <laughs> and she's into health and fit, fitness and all the things that we love to talk about on this podcast and, and the life we're trying to live. So Jade is a personal trainer. She loves kettlebells, handstands, all sorts of groovy things. So Jade, thank you for being on. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit more? All right. Well, my name is Jade Kay um, and I got into fitness. I would say, I don't know, I've kind of done activities like that my entire life. So I would say the beginning of my journey was just back when I was a kid running around all the time doing dance and gymnastics and then going through life, fell out of doing anything active got into the regular, you know, working all the time, not doing much other than, you know, going out with friends, things like that. Um, so then got into personal training because I had a personal trainer. So I started my fitness uh, journey in my adult years by having a personal trainer of my own because I knew going to the gym wasn't a thing for me. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to use machines. I didn't know what muscles to work. And uh, yeah, so I, I had to reach out for help. And that showed me a side of fitness that I just had never seen before. Um, and that's what really kickstarted my personal training journey was seeing somebody else do that. Um, so yeah, I, I love handstands. I love kettlebells. I'm a super bubbly type person. So it really fit in with my life. And that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Um, so how long have you, it's been what, like two years or so that you've been on your own personal training where you train others, right? Yep. Coming up in February will be two years, uh, like on the books and everything, but I started practicing personal training probably like a year before that. Um, I did small stuff out of my basement. I would practice training my friends, my family members, things like that. But yes, it'll be two years coming up February. I'm excited. Yes, that's huge. I feel like every year where something new, you know, since you make like a change and it's new, it's a milestone. Definitely. You know, where it's like, I made it another year. So exactly. congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, what, what would you say you love about training others? Or, you know, why did you follow that path? What did you love about it? What made me like fall in love with personal training was being able to help people and actually see that. I think like before this, I used to be a welder and um, it was sucking my soul out of my body and I could feel that. And that's the best way I can describe it. It was just something that did not align with me. Um, I tried it out and I honestly was chasing the money and in the end, it really wasn't worth it. And what really sparked my fire when it came to personal training was I was actually in it, helping people's lives, helping change their lives, helping, you know, them get happier with themselves, happier with their body and relieving people of pain. Um, you know, when somebody would come in and they'd have a little bit of a neck ache or a little bit of a back ache, and I could fix that during their session, it made me the happiest person. I can, 
say, and I still say this to this day, that I go into work and I leave happier and in a better mood every single time, just because I'm able to get people motivated. I'm making their day better. And that really is what, you know, kept me going with the personal training is just helping others. Yeah. And movement is medicine too. So you probably feel amazing after a work day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not necessarily working out with my clients, but I give lots of demos. So I'm moving my body the whole time. I'm moving equipment and yeah, it gets all the good endorphins running and it, it really makes me feel good every time I leave work. I love it. I, that's like the reason to do anything that you are passionate about. I like to say that to everyone. Yes. So what I love about what you're doing is you kind of up that light bulb earlier on you know in your 20s right you were younger Mm -hmm. um I kind of figured things out later on in my 30s but either way better than nothing Mm -hmm. so I feel like you're setting yourself up for this like life of success and health and I always talk about healthy aging and all that good stuff so I don't know like what does that feel like for you I guess like just to know how you want to live already when some people don't figure it out their whole life they never maybe even get there I feel lucky I feel really lucky and uh I'm grateful for my mom for pushing me um to do the dance and gymnastics stuff when I was young because it made it something that was already kind of a part of my life and then when I fell out of it during that big section of doing welding and just getting caught up in the nine to five type stuff and really just getting into the party scene and seeing how that can kind of wreck your body I was I'm always been kind of a very self-aware type person but I could I was taking notes I was asking my coworkers like how do they feel? What kind of diseases were they getting? What kind of medical treatment were they getting after years of doing that lifestyle? So I really took that into account. And I don't know, I feel very lucky that I did that. Um, I'm, I just feel just really, I don't know, grateful that I had so much push in my life to stay active. And like my dad, he was the one that got a personal trainer first. And then he pushed me to get my body moving again, because he could tell that I wasn't completely myself anymore. And once I got back into that, I knew that it was just going to stick. I knew that it was going to stay. And I needed to share it with the world because of how good I felt. And yeah, I feel really awesome that I have this like foundation to my life to continue, you know, living a healthy and fit life going forward. I know that in my older age, at least hopefully I'm going to, you know, stay out of pain and be able to move around with, you know, my kids eventually and maybe grandkids eventually. So that's really what has driven me to stay with this and to keep sharing it with the world is I want to be able to be like how my grandma was with me, always running around, doing sledding with me, things like that. So it's a really secure feeling. Hmm, I love that. And I can see that. And I'm, I'm like, happy for you that your parents like set you up that way. And like you said, grandma, my mom, I almost have to thank her for me doing this because she, she was active. And then she kind of got to the place she is now. And I was like, hmm, that could be how I age, you know, so it was a big wake up call when she got sick. Yeah. I would say that she was part of um, 
part of some things for me too in my head or even even grandpa like see I mean they were very right. active people but it's also making sure you keep up on your health check up on yourself make sure you're doing good and you know don't yeah. ignore that listen to the body that's one thing that I tell all of my clients is listening to your body is the best thing you can do because when we get sick when we're sore when we're in pain you know our body is trying to tell us something that we need to fix that's right yep yeah I, I wholeheartedly agree with that and I think the different generation we know so much more now we know like maybe we aren't susceptible to just our genetics. So when you hit those like elderly years, we might have different options, you know, in these future generations than they did, hopefully. But like you said, I'm doing it too for my kids and hope one day grandkids. And I want to be able to run around with them and not be like, oh, my back hurts. I'm going to sit. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. So, um, all right. So you've been personal training about two years. So do you have like a, you know, like a whole, I guess, regimen with your clients? Like, is it working out and nutrition? Like, why don't you share a little bit about what you do with that? All right. Yeah. So, um, my main deal is training in fitness and, uh, I would say, functional fitness, like functional movements, things that we need to do, like sit down on a toilet and stand up. We need to be able to do that our whole life. That's why the squat comes in and, you know, being able to correctly pick up your children, you know, without hurting your back. That's where deadlifts come in and um, being able to, you know, keep your endurance up when you're going for walks with whoever you may be with or going for hikes. It's all about setting up our bodies to stay as you know, functional as possible our whole life. Um, I would say I give nutrition advice to all of my clients. Usually, um, like say I have a group of people, I'll go through and ask, what did you eat today? What are you eating tomorrow? What are you having for dinner? And I always, you know, I put people on the spot because I want to hear, I want them to be truthful. And then I don't judge. You tell me what you eat and I will correct all of my clients, I'll say, okay, that's not bad, but here's where you could change it up a little, make it a little bit better, a little more nutritious for yourself, and then save those certain things for, you know, the 20%. So what I go um, by for nutrition is the 80-20, 80% good all the time, 20% indulging. I don't want to say bad, and I don't want people to think that when I'm eating this, I'm bad and I need to punish myself. We need to change that mindset to, I deserve this, I've been working hard for this, and I'm going to eat this because I deserve it. And, you know, I set myself up to be able to eat this without it hurting me. So everything is all about staying within moderation. I don't like restrictive thinking because it you know, turns into um, a lot of bad eating habits or like eating disorder type deal where people feel they need to punish themselves and work it off. So I really try to cut that down in my clients' heads, like 80% good, whether it be during the day, you are 80% good. And then at night you have your 20% treat or 80% good during the week. And on the weekend, you have your 20% day where maybe you go out for some mimosas and have a pancake. So, but it's all within you deserve it. It's in moderation. It's not hurting your body. If you're keeping active and you're staying, you know, on top of your nutrition, most of the time, then having something a little bit of the time isn't going to hurt you the same. 
So that's where I go with nutrition for people. Um, I don't necessarily write meal plans. I don't think unless, you know, dietitians can do that and such, but I don't think it's necessary for everybody just because when you have somebody writing out a meal plan for you, you're now dependent on that person. You're dependent on them writing that for you. So I'd rather give the advice, give a list of foods that are good, a list of foods that you should avoid and make you learn it so that when you do go, you know, beyond and you don't need me anymore, I'll be confident in all of my clients to be able to navigate nutrition by themselves without the help of me. Right. And ultimately, if if people improve their habits and they rely on themselves, like ultimately it comes down to them making those choices. So you're trying to kind of coach them gently to get there. Exactly. And same thing with the training stuff. Like some of my clients will come to me um, once or twice a week and then they'll do their own thing once or twice a week. And I do love that and I encourage it so that I know they have good form in the studio with me. I check them. And then when they go out on their own to the gym, I know they're going to have good form because I'm on top of them. And that's what I'm trying to prepare everybody for. I don't want people to need me forever. I want to teach them, give them the skills that they need so they can go on and be confident in doing it on their own. Awesome. So how many sessions do you think is kind of like the magic number where you are able to work with clients and then they're kind of embodying it and owning it like is there I know everyone's different but what's your kind of like ideal number for people so I would say twice a week is like the really you know that's really going to get you two solid full body workouts with me and then adding something on your own some clients will come to me three times a week which that you know that's all dependent on your life and how you can navigate that which is fantastic they're getting a little bit more and they have to do a little bit less on their own and that's how I think of that and then some people come once a week I would say they're they don't get as much benefit because I'm only seeing them one time a week and they really have to be reliant on themselves to keep accountable for that other day or other two days of the week that they're going to get their body moving. Um, so twice a week is usually what I always recommend people. If you're going to like search for some help twice a week, will get you, you know, two solid workouts you'll be able to see how your trainer will correlate you know one day versus the other day because it's never going to be the same so learning like opposing muscles that you should be working and um, when you should go harder when you should go a little bit lighter depending on how your body feels I think twice a week really gives them everything that they need along with giving them enough freedom to do what they want on the outside so okay and do you have clients sorry Sorry, go ahead (laughs) no you go um do you do you have clients that go to you like shorter periods or longer periods like someone may see you for a month someone may see you for three months that whole thing Yep, definitely so I would say that sometimes I have people that come in they really don't need a lot of help for me or a lot of guidance those are usually people that have been in the fitness world before 
they come back to it and they just kind of forget how to get started. They need that motivation. They need that accountability person. And they'll come to me for X amount of months and they're like, okay, I'm feeling good again. I know what I'm doing. And they go about their way. And then I have others that, you know, they come in and they've never worked out a day in their life. So they really need that full attention, the full guidance. They, I have had clients with me since the beginning of my business that are still with me to this day. And some of them, honestly, I would say that they don't really need me anymore. They could go out and do it on their own, but they love having somebody there giving them a workout still so that they don't have to think about it. You know, I have everything written down. I know what their ailments are in their body. I know what certain exercises are going to hurt them or, you know, not correlate with their issues and what will. So it really depends on the person. But yeah, I've had, I've had either way. Hold on. I just got to grab Babe, but we'll keep this going. One sec. Yeah. All right. So Babe is awake. His onesie says dumbbells, deadlifts, and dirty diapers. And daddy (laughs) got this made for him. That's fantastic. (laughs) I love it. See, starting them young. Yeah. So that's right. Um, He should be good for a few more minutes, but you know, the whole point of what why I do the podcast and have people like you on is why it's important to be healthy like I just had him at 40 and I want to be there for him and be active in his life and teach him that stuff you know earlier we weren't really taught it like with the food stuff we kind of figured it out later on our own um so I usually like to wrap up the uh episodes with You know, what would you give advice for people just starting out or when things are just hard, right? Like what makes you feel good again and centered again? Like what brings you back to yourself every time, like without fail? So those are kind of my two questions. What advice would you give for those starting out? And then that feeling, I call it whole health wisdom. Whole health wisdom. Whatever. If you need a minute to think about it. Yeah, I got a few. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, well, let's see. So I'll go off the first one. Um, when I'll I'll save the advice part for the end. So when I'm down and out, which happens, yes, I'm a personal trainer, but I have been plenty of times at the bottom of that roller coaster. It happens to everybody, no matter who you are. And we all fall out of working out sometimes. We all fall out of nutrition sometimes. Life can get the best of you and it can make you, you know, kind of blindsided and forget all of your goals or all of your reasons for doing those things. So I like to do mirror pep talks where I will look at myself in the eyes in the mirror. And sometimes it's an unhappy time. Sometimes you aren't happy with it, but you need to go at yourself with love. Like instead of, I used to be somebody who would look at myself in the mirror and give so much hate. And I got out of that. So I know that when I'm sad, when I'm vulnerable, when I'm down in that low part of the roller coaster, to not do that, I look at myself and I give Mm -hmm. myself love and I say, okay, what is wrong here in my life? Let's pick through it. Am I working out? Am I eating healthy? Am I keeping up on, you know, my daily uh, routines that keep me healthy, like my skin routines, going into a sauna, going for a walk, taking off my shoes and grounding? I kind of go through that list. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, of course you have to get to that point, but I would say I always get to a point where I go through that list. And most of the times I won't be able to check off most of them. And then I'm like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is why I'm all messed up because I'm not keeping up with the things that I need to, to keep me going. So when I'm at the bottom, it's like, I need to push myself, give myself some motivation. I will reach out to friends. I'll reach out to family. I'll ask them, you know, give me a little bit of advice from you. Cause sometimes I don't, I don't know it all. And, you know, I've have only been in this for two years, but fitness has been a part of my life for, you know, probably six. And, uh, there's definitely been plenty of times where I'll go to, you know, my best workout buddy and I'll ask him like, ah, you know, I need a little push. Can you give me some motivation? And, you know, you need to feed off of others as well. You can, I'm somebody who's a giver, but I also need sometimes. And that's how, you know, other people may be, if you're somebody giver all the time, maybe you need some advice, some encouragement from somebody else to you. So go through that checklist Am I doing the things that keep me going? Am I doing the things that keep me happy? Am I doing the hobbies that I love that, you know, spark my fire? And if those answers are no, then you need to kind of check yourself and add it back little at a time. Don't make yourself this, you know, mountain of things that you need to do to get yourself back together. Make yourself a hill. And then after that, maybe a little bigger hill. I say when you're getting back into working out um, and getting back onto the routine like that, it's just start small. Sometimes I will go into my studio and I'll get on the climber for two minutes and I'll do, you know, a little bit of a warm up and my workout may be 15 minutes that day, but it got my body moving and it started prepping myself to keep pushing the wagon. You know, it's not all about jumping right on and going full force. It's small steps to get yourself back, you know, something that threw you off. And then best advice for anybody new is the same kind of deal. Start small, you know, one bite at a time. Don't shove your mouth. It's just get your, get some help. If you think you need it, reach out to a personal trainer. That can be literally step one. You know, it doesn't even involve going into the studio. Step one is reaching out for help or doing some research for yourself or signing up for a gym membership, just doing that one thing and then get yourself there. Walk into the gym. That's already a win. Um, Go stretch a little bit. Get your body moving. Get on the treadmill. Walk for five minutes. Something small. And, you know, bite size. And then on the next day you go, you're going to build on that. You may do 10 minutes on the treadmill. And then, you know, be even things not in the gym, make yourself go outside for a walk for five minutes and then do a 10 minute walk the next day. And then when it comes to nutrition, you know, don't think you're going to clean up your diet all in one because that will never happen. So exactly. Cut out one thing at a time. You know, if you're used to having croissants every day on like bacon, egg and cheese on a croissant or something from Dunkin' Donuts, (laughs) cut that out and start making a sandwich at home that's just going to be better. And that's the one thing that you do. Or um, if you're usually having ice cream every single night, cut out two nights of the week, you know, small steps make lasting change. And I always tell that to my clients, don't on everything at once. And um, progress pictures, I would say, for people that are starting out on a fitness journey, do not go only based on the scale, because the scale is evil in my opinion especially if you're right it's gonna be you know gaining some muscle too muscle 
weighs heavier than fat. So if you're gaining muscle and trying to lose weight, then the scale isn't going to show you what you want to see. And it usually sends us crazy here. And we're not able to hit our fitness goals because we're so focused on that number on the scale. Think more of inches. Think of more how your clothes feel, um, how you look in the mirror when it comes to like your face, you know, simple things like how, how tight is my shirt today? How tight do my pants feel today? And then eventually you'll be able to like, see, oh, wow, my pants feel a little bit looser. Or if you actually do the measuring thing, you'll see that little by little centimeter by centimeter, it's going to get smaller or even monthly pictures. And, you know, you may think nothing's changing. This happens to my clients all the time where they're like, nothing's changed. And I I feel like nothing's moved on the scale. And I was like, okay, I want you to go back to your first month's progress picture. I want you to take a new one and compare the two. And every single time they're like, wow, I didn't think I changed this much. So a lot of times- see in front of our eyes we have to kind of take a step back look at pictures see how our clothes fit see how we're feeling how our everyday energy is and uh, that's the best way to track how you're doing when it comes to weight loss and health and things like that not by the scale yeah exactly and if you feel stronger and all that yeah you're able to pick up your kid you know a lot easier than normal that's a huge thing Yeah, that's a huge thing I've heard from my clients because I have some teachers as clients and then a lot of moms. And, you know, one of my moms, I remember specifically, she was like, I was holding both my kids on each hip with no problem and I wasn't getting tired. And that was like a major, you know, win for her. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I will add, sorry, I'm just trying to keep them entertained for a few more minutes. Okay. The progress videos too for me, especially with handstands, but I feel like they're so helpful when you're learning something new because half of doing something new is getting your brain to like make the connection. So if you're not visualizing yourself doing it, but then you do a video and you like see yourself kind of doing it, then your brain starts sending that signal saying, yeah, we can do this. It's new, but just a little bit every day or how often you try. And then all of a sudden, six months later, you're doing it and you're like, that was cool. I love that, that you added the video part, because that's something my personal trainer used to do for me. And I do for my clients as well. Like when it comes to the kettlebell swing, it's definitely an involved. And um, he used to, you know, he would, I would think that I'm not doing great. He would take a video of me. I would watch myself and go, wow, okay. I look pretty good in that. Like my form looks really nice. So I would do that for my you know and they would you know think the same like wow okay I can actually I'm doing this exercise pretty well and it's a great motivator for you to see yourself really rocking it at the gym or with whatever you may be doing with handstands with yoga and you're seeing yourself Mm -hmm. doing the thing so it gives you more motivation for yourself right and then I would use it too to correct like oh I can see where maybe I can adjust my posture the way I was bending or my shoulders and then it changes the movement exactly you you are able to critique yourself where it's needed and correct it to so it can be better the next video you take yeah that's so cool well I will say my wife niece I'm like all your advice is helpful to me too that mirror talk I might have to do I might have to try because 
I tend to still get in a very like dark place sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'll, if I look in the mirror, I, I sometimes let myself get stuck there. That's yep. been one of my mind blocks I've been trying to work on like my whole life. But it's just funny that you're so smart and you're already like just doing these amazing things. And I can tell from your post how helpful you are. You've already helped so many people and you help those in your direct circle, whether they know it or not. Um, so thank you. And I'm going to try that little advice out myself. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll add a little bit to that. Like I really was somebody who used yeah. the mirror and say like, I hate you and I hate my body. Yeah. All these horrible, horrible things. And I know that yeah. was a huge contributor to why I thought those things about myself because I was saying it to me. Think of it like this. Would you go in the mirror like with the things that you say? Would you ever say that to anybody else? Never. Isn't it horrible? And why would you say it to yourself? This is your being, your person, your soul, your, you know, this is you and you should be loving you almost the most than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So instead, even Mm -hmm. when I, because I still have those days where I go in the mirror and I think that I look horrible and whatever, but I challenge myself to say three good things, no matter what it is, doesn't have to do with my appearance, but I'm looking at myself in the eyes, in the mirror, and I'm telling myself three things that I love about me. Maybe it's my eyes. Maybe it's my personality. Maybe it's my teeth. Maybe it's whatever, whatever it is that you love about yourself. Just three things. Doesn't have to do with looks. It can do with all internal, but looking at yourself Mm -hmm. and truly saying, I love you and I accept you. And this is what I love about you. It can bring you to tears, honestly. I but mean, you've gotten me on the verge of tears a couple times, but I'm hiding on camera. <laughs> it's really, it's something I've been doing for a few years now. I honestly don't know where I really learned it. it I just started yeah. doing it and it helped a lot. Yeah, That's amazing. Well, I always thought since you were like a baby, how strong you were. And I just, I see it, you know, manifest, manifesting in your own life now. So I'm just so glad you like found, you know, what you were aligned with, met your calling, all that good stuff. Cause yeah. it just, it helps, you know, and I'm all for empowering and supporting one another. So anyway, I'm getting a little bit teary eyed now. Aww. Well, I would say it but. took a lot of hard work and a lot of listening to my body and my gut. So like yeah. I knew something wasn't right when I was in my welding job, I was hating it. It was making right. it empty and hollow. And I listened to that. Yeah. But I think the majority of the world just doesn't listen. They don't listen. To yeah. That's what I did with my corporate job too. Even though it served its purpose, I just knew at the time it was time it was over it was done so well is there anything else you'd like to leave the listeners with I mean you've given us so much already but you know we'll end things here maybe we'll come back with like a favorite tip for working out or health or whatever in the future yes definitely I would just say love yourself more give yourself some credit push yourself a little and reach out for help if you need it we all need help in this world. We all have certain specialties and you know that others don't. And I'm never afraid to reach out for help. I go acupuncture, chiropractor, massage therapy, yoga, like all these things that I don't do, I reach out for. 
And then I, you know, oh, reach right. out to somebody, even if it's just a friend that, you know, that works out, reach out. Hey, can I come tag along with you one day? Um, small steps. Right. Don't take on a mountain, little bites at a time. That's my biggest advice for everybody and love yourself more. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on and for being patient with little man. Of course. Little big man. <laughs> little and big. Uh, yeah, we'll keep the conversation going and have an amazing day. Perfect. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Be in touch. Yes.